Hey, what's going on everybody? Welcome to Core 1031, your host Tanya Burton. And today I'm gonna go over a topic most people fear and that's maintaining your weight because you go so long and you work so hard to lose the weight. And then when maintenance comes around, we either fear it or we're more chill about it. But I'm gonna be real on what you should actually expect when you hit your goal weight. All right, I told you I'm going to drop some truth bombs right now, okay? You're probably not going to like everything I say, but you're going to thank me later, okay? Because I've had over 15 coaches and none of them taught me about maintenance. Everyone can teach you how to lose weight. Everyone can tell you the, the workouts to buy, the supplements to buy, the gallon of water you need to drink. But nobody tells you, hey, after you push hard, you get this weight off, what, is, what does maintenance really look like? As somebody who actually had to practice it, not somebody who's been healthy since they were 12 years old, you know, somebody who actually gained a lot of weight and had to work years to get it off and, and get the body she wanted and then maintain it. No, well, I mean, it took me a year to get it off, but it took me years to learn maintenance. Instead of having you take years to learn maintenance, I want to help you learn it in this podcast. You're welcome. <laughs> so um, the truth bomb, okay? You're not going to like this, but I'm going to be real. I'm going to mentally prepare you because when this happens, you're going to thank me later, okay? I expect an email. Be like, Tanya, you were right. It's really boring. Okay, when you hit your goal weight, it's exciting. You know, you're a couple days excited, but after a week or so, you it's kind of boring because you have nothing to look forward to. You wake up, you step on the scale, it's within a pound or two, okay. And then you wake up. It's within a pound or two. Okay. Whereas before I was like, yes, I hit a new low. It's so exciting. It makes your day. Or if you're up a little bit, you're like, oh, it's going down tomorrow. Like it's just a game with yourself, right? But now you're maintaining. And for a lot of people, they find that really boring. And without realizing it, they'll stop doing all their good habits, gain 10 pounds. So then all of a sudden, oh, you have something to do again. You have something to look forward to again. You have something to work towards. Oh, I got to lose 10 pounds. Okay, don't do that cycle. You can if you want to. But why waste energy on losing weight your entire life when, when, when you can get healthy, learn how to maintain it, and then focus your energy on other things you can be experiencing in your life than just, you know, on that hamster wheel, constantly losing weight and gaining weight, okay? So I'm going to be real with you. It is boring. It's super boring to, to weigh the same weight. And the trap that most people fall into is, let's say your goal is to weigh 150. You hit 150 and you're like, you know, what? I'm going to set a five pound, you know, range. So if I hit 154, not a big deal. But if I hit 155, okay, let's, you know, let's dial it in a little bit more. Let's knock it back down. And so you're kind of maintaining 150, 155. That's normal. That's very healthy. That's what you should do. You should never maintain exactly 150 the rest of your life. It's not possible. Your, you know, your body's going to fluctuate with weight and water weight and, and stuff like that. But the issue that I see with a lot of people is, you know, what it's, it's 150 and then you have nothing to look forward to. You don't have any hobbies, no interests. And so you're like, you know what, I'm going to try to hit 145. Because now you have something to do. You have something to put pour your energy into. And not that that's a problem. You can do that. But what I find is most people can't do that because it relies, it requires you to up your game rather in more activity or less calories. And it's more exhausting and mentally draining. And then you're, you're stuck at 149 and you get upset for two months and you gain weight more because you're like, screw it. And it's a, a whole emotional roller coaster. So if your goal and if you're really happy with, let's say, for example, 150, 
Here's the solution to not make it boring in your life, right? It's what it is. You get bored in your life. Is to find a new hobby. What are you interested in doing? Or what could you be interested in doing? You know, maybe it's you've always wanted to write a book or a children's book or a devotional. Or you want to do your own podcast or YouTube channel. Or you you want to learn a new language. Um, maybe there's a whole bunch of books you haven't read that you want to tap into. Maybe you want to join a book club. Maybe you want to join a life group at your church or be more involved in church. Um, or involved with your kids' activities, or um, painting, or cooking, or baking, or starting your own business. Tap into that rather than constantly just looking at your health or your weight. Does that make sense? Or even for some people, when they lose weight, they're like, you know, I want to be an instructor. I want to be a health coach. Awesome. Get into that. Which, by the way, will help you to maintain being healthy because now you're the leader and you're the example. Okay. So I just want to encourage those who uh, hit their go weight and they're bored, which you will be, have a, have a list of things you will get into once you hit your goal weight, okay? It's super important that you do that. And I wouldn't recommend something that's going to be painful to give up. Um, like I've had people who say, you know, once I hit my goal weight, I'm going to quit smoking. Well, guess what? They, don't, they deep down don't want to quit smoking, which means they will never reach their goal weight on purpose because they don't want to give up something that brings them joy. So I wouldn't recommend setting those goals. I would just recommend some different hobbies. Rather, that's maybe you get into running. Maybe you want to do a 5K twice a month or train for a, a marathon. Get into something else that doesn't require losing weight. Does that make sense? Okay, that's number one. That's super important for you to know. Okay, it's going to be boring, but the solution is find a new hobby. Something to grow into, something that's going to bring you joy. Number two, you have to rely on your habits. You have to, have to, have to, have to rely on your good habits that you've been doing. So what, am I, what do I mean by that? So if you've been intermittent fasting and you've been eating two meals a day, lunch and dinner, you, you got to keep doing that. You can't just be like, oh, I hit 150 and be like, okay, I'm going to eat breakfast and I'm going to eat all the snacks in the world because I deserve it. I hit my goal weight. You could do that for maybe a day, but if you do that for the next week, you're going to be up 5, 10 pounds again because you, you're just going to overdo it with your calories. So that's what I recommend. Keep relying on your good habits, okay? If you consistently drink 80 to 90 ounces of water, great. Keep doing that, okay? If, if you don't drink soda and then you bring that back in, or a whole bunch of junk and candy and desserts and your grocery list is now like aisle three at Walmart, okay, you just expect you're going to gain weight again. you got to keep things consistent with your meal timing, uh, even the number of snacks you eat in a day. So I noticed, and I had to learn this the hard way, I usually would only eat like one or two processed foods a day, like snacks a day, okay? And then when I hit my goal weight, I slowly brought in more and bigger portions. And then boom, I saw my skill go up like six, seven pounds. I'm like, oh my gosh, you can't do that. You cannot do that. You have to stick to what you've been doing. Okay. And a really good habit that you have to, have to, have to, have to, have to keep doing is you got to keep stepping on the scale. That is your one accountability source. If you don't continue stepping on the scale, you won't know if you gained weight or if you're in your range of, you know, 150 to 155. I'm using this as an example. Whatever your goal weight is, it's fine. But you have to keep stepping on the scale. I can't tell you how many people are like, Tanya, I'm up eight or nine pounds. And I go, when's the last time you stepped on the scale? And they go two months ago. That's the problem. You have to step on the scale every day. Okay, so that's the habit you got to keep doing. Okay, 
Keep up with your meal timing, your portion sizes, the number of snacks you have, your water, your activity. You have to do that. And that kind of leads me to number three. You have to make adjustments when, when it's needed. Okay. And this is something that people don't realize that, you know, like, um, I see this all the time, you know, people will hire me in the summertime, they will crush it, lose 20, 30, 40 pounds. And they're like, Tanya, I'm good to go. And I'm like, no, fall's about to happen. School's about to start. Your routine's going to be different. Holidays are about to happen. Don't give up right now. Like, I know you're on a good roll, but don't. And they're like, no, Tanya, trust me, I got this. And I'm like, okay, you know, I can't force somebody to, to, to stay with me even though as much as like I would like them because I know what what's about to happen. And all of a sudden, August and September get super stressful. The fair happens. People go back to school. The kids go back to school. Work's different. And all of a sudden, everybody lost their, their good habits. They forgot to uh, adjust their schedule, their meals, their meal timing, their activity. And before I know it, they're calling me back, you know, end of December after all the holidays are over. And they're like, Tanya, I gained my weight back. Why? It's because they didn't learn how to adjust for the season. So same thing happens when you maintain. You have to adjust, okay, what's about to happen? Uh, okay, Christmas is coming, I got to adjust. I have to adjust what I'm eating, when I'm eating. I have to adjust my meals for the holidays. You have to be okay with adjusting. For example, when it gets cooler weather, so from like September to October, I know I have to adjust the amount of food I'm eating because in the summer I could eat a lot more because I can hit almost 150, 200,000 steps a week so I can eat more to maintain. But come fall time, I might hit 10,000 steps a day, which means I might hit 70 to 80,000 a week. That's, that's almost, I mean, that's almost 100,000 uh, step difference in a matter of a week or two that I do. And I know when it's cooler outside, I can't walk outside as much, okay? Um, and so I know I have to now eat less and most people don't realize that you have to make adjustments. If your activity is lower, your intake of food has to be lower. Does that make sense? So without a coach, you have to realize this on your own and, uh, excuse me and understand, okay, the season has changed. My activity has changed or will it change? How do I make it better? Or how do I make myself move more? Excuse me. Goodness. Sorry, I don't mean to like <laughs> in your ear. <laughs> um, you also need to make adjustments with your menu, okay? If if you've been eating the same foods and you're bored, just know that you need to adjust them into healthier foods um, with the new season that's coming. And so I have found that my husband and I will eat kind of the same foods for like May till August, September. And then from September to December, we have a whole new menu because, you know, it's the seasons change. Your taste buds kind of like, hey, I want something more warm or soup or chili. That's normal. Just make sure it fits into your diet and not makes you gain weight. So be aware of that. Your menu should change as well. Make that adjustment, but make it a healthy adjustment. Also, you need to make the adjustments of your weekly goals. Okay, I do this constantly. And if you worked with me, you realize that I ask a lot of the same questions. And it's not that I'm trying to be boring. I'm just trying to train you that you ask yourself these questions and that they're in your nervous system. That each week, you know, you have to ask yourself, okay, uh, what am I eating this week? Okay, what, what's my activity goal this week? What's my step goal this week? You're like, why does this matter? It matters a lot. So if last week I hit 80,000 steps, that's my goal for this week or more. 
because if I don't know my numbers and I and I or if I look at I was like oh okay I hit eighty thousand steps last week and I don't make a conscious decision to try to hit that what will happen is I'll hit fifty thousand I'll eat the same but then I'll gain weight you constantly have to be aware of your habits and where you're at and assess the goals for the week you have to have to have to do that you have to be aware and if you're not you're gonna gain your weight back again so remember okay uh, get a new hobby. Make sure you know what your habits are and keep doing them. And then be flexible. Make adjustments to where it's needed. The season of your life has changed. Maybe you're an empty nester now. um, Or maybe the kids are back in school. Or maybe the season actually changed. Like it's going from summer to fall. You need to make adjustments with your healthy um, uh, lifestyle. Okay? Does that make sense? All right. And finally, number four. Okay. I'm going to take you back to 2016. I crushed it. Okay, I was in school full time. I was waking up at four in the morning to get in my workouts. I was in internship. I was planning a wedding. I was moving. I was really busy and I did it. I survived my first year of flexible dieting. I stayed consistent. I lost 50 pounds, hit my goal weight. I was so proud of myself. I'm like, I did it. I did a full year. And as somebody who quit, quits dieting every couple days and I would always restart a new diet on Monday, like that was a big accomplishment for me to actually see it through and hit my goal weight. And I remember scrolling on Instagram and Mike Vacante posted a picture and literally it said, it's only been one year. And I go, oh man, he's right. I mean, I spent years being unhealthy and I've only been healthy for one year. That's it. You have to, you have to keep going and realizing that the next, if you can go one year of being consistent, the second year gets a lot easier, but then the third year gets even better and now I'm on my fifth year and it's just a part of who I am so just know that it it it's only been a year or you know a lot of people think that they can get healthy in three or four months or six months or eight months no mm-mm. if you've been unhealthy for 20 years or 30 or 40 there's no way you're going to be perfect in a year this is a consistent struggle and battle you're going to have to uh just work on and it does get easier but I would say for me truly got easier after year three and you might think that's depressing like oh my gosh it's gonna take me three years you know you could get faster you could get faster in two years or one year again I didn't have any coaches that taught me this I had to learn the long you know the long and harder way I'm a slow learner that's why I'm trying to get people to learn and pick up on these things faster but really for me I got it got a lot easier on on year three Um, and it's awesome to be at this point now. And I'm like, it's just who I am. I I drink water and I, I intentionally move on purpose and I exercise and it has nothing to do with me being a health, a health coach, a nutritionist, a personal trainer, a massage therapist has nothing to do with that has everything to do with on the habits I've continuously done these past couple of years and how being a healthy person makes Sorry about that. I have, I was uh, interrupted with a phone call. So it stopped my podcast. But anyway, I was saying being a healthy person, um, it just makes you want to keep going because you feel so amazing. I hope this podcast was inspirational to you. I hope you took out some good nuggets as you're losing weight, as you're aiming for maintenance kind of start preparing yourself mentally what you're going to do um, and then things to look out for as you're losing weight, as the seasons change, how are you adjusting to apply them next year? Because the same thing's going to happen every single year, the ball games, all that stuff. You got to learn how to 
cook dinner and eat healthy along the way or when you're traveling or holidays, whatever it is, um, just know that it, it can be done. It just maintenance is a lot different and more uh, just mental awareness is what I'm trying to say. Um, so I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you did, feel free uh, to share it with a family or friend who, who needs to hear this. Uh, please write me a review. Um, I'd love to hear your thoughts on, on this episode. But thank you so much for tuning in and, uh, and hanging out with me at Core 1031.